Welcome to the Intelligent Dynamic Sensing Podcast. My name is Bruce Malkinson, and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Accenture Technology Corporation. In each episode, you will learn from industry experts who share their insights and strategies on how to reveal hidden surface data and optimize the performance, comfort, and safety of surfaces. We will discuss and present solutions that have worked for real-world applications across fields like product design and safety testing, consumer, clinical, and human body performance. Hello and welcome to our podcast today. Today's topic is developing baseline profiles for athletes using insole plantar pressure mapping. And I have today joining me one of our favorite guests, Antonio Robastelli. He's a uh, international sports performance scientist and consultant. Uh, His company is Omni Athlete Performance Concepts. Welcome, Antonio. Hi, Bruce. So, Antonio, the the first question I have for you (coughs) today is, Tell us if you can, um, our upcoming webinar is going to be focused on developing athlete baselines. And can you explain for us why this popular topic is so important? So, yeah, our next webinar will be about the creation and development of athlete baseline profile with plantar pressure mapping. This is a very uh, important topic now in, in sports performance science, because of, especially because of the uncertainty surrounding the, the, the injury prediction model using some sort of linear regression. And given the nature of the multifactorial nature of, of injury risk and all the contributing factors that make an athlete susceptible to, to, to an increase in, in injury risk. And uh, mm. having a, a baseline profile in healthy condition and in a healthy status at the very beginning of a, of a season or before the the, the 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 training the intense training starts allow us to make uh, objective comparison uh, during the during the season to, to 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 spot any type of deviation from from that baseline in uh, in healthy condition thanks so I guess that the baselines are typically specific to athlete and the sport. I'm wondering, you know, how they differ between um, different particular sports. And if you could describe how to identify the appropriate characteristics to measure for any one particular sport. Yeah, baselines are very specific to to the athlete and and sports. Uh, I mean, uh, they can be defined in uh, general and specific uh, metrics in terms of baseline profile. The general baseline profile is the one that is common to to, to almost all, all sports or ground-based sports, uh, where we are going to to measure uh, general pattern like general walking and easy running with no specific skills analyzed. And this is to have an understanding of of the general biomechanical efficiency of the athlete. The specific baseline are related to the specific skills of the the sports and to identify the the type of what we call key performance metrics to to track uh, in the baseline, uh, the the, the process requires a careful analysis of the performance model of a specific sports, uh, trying to understand by looking at literature uh, and uh, at, the, at, the, at the practice on the field, what are the, the main contributors of the specific skills in terms of energy systems and also in terms of biomodular ability. Uh, if, if it's a power speed based sports, let's say, we're going to identify um, which kind of 
um, how many sprint are performed during the during the game. If the, mm. if the speed is linear or is multidirectional, if there are change of direction and deceleration or not, in order to uh, identify which kind of of metrics uh, with plantar pressure to, to to track during the during the baseline. We'll be discussing more details about injury risk. And what I'm wondering is how are the indicators um, identified and how quickly is the athlete's training adjusted once you start uh, to see those changes become apparent? Yeah, uh, the, the main goal of, of, of baseline is the one of monitoring. So tracking changes over time. And if using, uh, if using to, to monitor an athlete during, let's say, during, during a week, uh, the indicators, of course, the changes can be either positive or, or negative in terms of devi deviation from, from the baseline. Uh, and uh, once the indicators are identified, in order to, uh, to, 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 to send a red flag, uh, as, as I like to call it, uh, we just need to see changes of more than than 5% in terms of magnitude. And this is what, even in terms of symmetry between left and right side, this yeah. is what we see in most of the literature uh, and evidence in terms of uh, symmetrical uh, movement from left and right side. And also uh, trying to, uh, to, to see if there is a trend of changing uh, which is consistent over time, over the, over the course of a week or two weeks, or it's just an acute response due, due to, 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 the fat, to the residual fatigue of, of, of training. And in this case, there is no need to immediately adjust, uh, adjust the, the, the training and recovery. So uh, the, 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 the pattern and the, the trends are very, very important to identify between acute changes and chronic changes. Well, yeah, and, and cl clearly the, uh, the reliability and accuracy of the equipment used uh, matters a lot, but I'll ask more about that uh, a little later. First, I want to ask you, so once a baseline is established, now, of course, the athlete continues to train and become stronger and faster and, and skill levels change. <clears throat> How does the baseline change? And when do you establish that, you know, you're at a new level of performance and, and it's time to create a new baseline? Yeah, uh, very good question. This is the, 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 the principle of, of the adaptation, of the biological adaptation and supercompensation, as it's called in sports science. But um, it also depends on, on the type of sports, because if we are um, talking about the team sports, the, the, the change of the, of the baseline and the, um, the, and the, the level of, of uh, new uh, improvement that can be defined as new baseline are only related to the uh, to the pre-season preparation uh, because this is uh, team sports are sports where you are not aiming to to, to train for a peak mm -hmm. but you need to maintain a, a stable level of of performance during the whole the whole, during the whole season let's say in European football it's uh, uh, six weeks of preparation where you are going to increase the, the, the baseline, okay, in those in this six weeks framework, starting from the baseline at the very beginning and the baseline at the at the end of the six weeks of preparation. But during the season, the the, the goal is to keep the baseline uh, stable uh, with no much because it's almost uh, impossible to 
to to develop new uh, new new qualities during the the season where you are only going to do maintenance work. So you are the the, aim, the the main goal during the season is just to track uh, uh, and be careful about decreases in uh, from <clears throat> baseline and negative changes okay. that can be a sign of uh, of potential uh, risk of injury. Okay, good. Thanks for clarifying. So as we get into more of the details around injury risk in the webinar, um, can you, uh, I, what I'm wondering is, is how, how can a risk factor for an individual athlete be identified and are, you know, athletic normal measurements from a population used as a reference? So, you know, uh, uh, when you're identifying an injury for, for, or a potential injury for any athlete, is there normative data uh, that that's, that that's compared to? Uh, yeah, um, the, the normative data are, uh, are related to, to to can be found uh, basically for, for, for each for several technologies based on on, on literature. It's, uh, it's it's possible, of course, related to athletic population. Uh, with plantar pressure mapping, um, we'll still need uh, a lot of work to do in terms of research to clearly uh, identify identify. Um, normative data uh, mm. based on athletic population and um, the, the risk factor for an individual athlete can be identified especially when, when talking about pressure platform system um, even in literature we have uh, a lot of evidence uh, related to, to how the whole body biomechanics elements and the status of soft uh, joint and soft tissue can have an impact in stress fractures of lower leg, non-contact injuries, ACL injuries in different sports, as we will see in uh, into our uh, next webinar on baseline profile. So uh, plantar pressure uh, can provide uh, useful information related to this categories of injury mechanism like the whole body biomechanics the 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 the, the stride length the stride frequency uh, and also the, the the pressure on the on the foot the the, the dynamics uh, of the shoe interacting with the ground so these are all information that can be obtained with uh, plantar pressure technology okay so i i know um, we'll also be getting into or you'll be getting into more details around uh, injury prediction. And so, you know, following um, the, the answer to the previous question, has the characterization um, using motion measurement technology, has it developed to a point where uh, the use of it will be normal in injury prediction? Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh, in, in, especially in sports science, the, the use of plantar pressure mapping uh, will be one of the next uh, big thing uh, in, in professional sports. Due to the advances in technology, let's look at how uh, the, 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 the insoles are now, especially the, the X4 intelligent insoles are, uh, are engineered and are structured now with the athlete and with, with the field in, in mind. So um, up to several years ago uh, there were only uh, insoles and plantar pressure systems with wires and cables and uh, sensor packs wrapped around the, 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 the waist and the hip that 
were not able to provide the athlete with the level of comfort, being comfortable to perform the, the skill on the, on, on the pitch, on the ground, on the track, in the, in the, in the most natural way mm. uh, as possible. So now plantar pressure technology with the, today's technologies is, um, is helping professionals to really understand how the, the one of the most important aspects, which is the interaction and the transfer of force through the sole of the foot and with the ground. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I think that this will be one of the of the next big thing in, uh, in, in sports performance science today, especially in team sports. And then, you know, in the, as you just mentioned, you know, of course, in the webinar, we're going to be focusing on plantar pressure and specifically in the, the X4 intelligent insoles. Uh, tell us, what are the key metrics that the technology can capture? And, you know, what has changed with these systems uh, that can provide the ability to capture that, that it's accurate and relevant enough? Yeah, uh, as, as, as I already mentioned, the first thing is that uh, what has changed is that the systems now are, um, are very, very, um, are, are what I call uh, the perfect fit for an athlete-centered approach where uh, they, they, they don't have any constraints for the athlete and the, the athletes are able to, 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 to walk, run, jump, uh, sprint, uh, lift weight uh, with no uh, uh, in the most natural way. So uh, the, the the type of metrics that this technology can capture are really relevant for for the analysis of performance and also the the, the injury risk assessment. Like the the, the and pressure um, and, and peak pressure is just one of the of the aspects that can be analyzed with these systems. Uh, I, I'm thinking about the, the path and trajectory of the center of pressure that can uh, that can provide coaches with mm, mm. fantastic information on the on the stability of the of the athlete on the transfer of force on the function of the foot especially by changing by analyzing the, the foot in in, um, in isolated part by looking at each segment of the foot, forefoot, midfoot, and rear foot. And this allows to understand uh, if something has to be changed also uh, with technical uh, training on, uh, on the pitch. So uh, the, the use of, of, of plantar pressure mapping is uh, really, really one of the most powerful technology, given the amount of data that it can provide. Okay, wonderful. So I have one more question for you in closing. Um, I recently read an article in Athletic Development that uh, I found interesting. It referred to these six steps of attributes of performance, mobility, stability, work capacity, strength, power, and speed. And I'm wondering about in developing an athlete baseline, which of these can be characterized with the planner pressure uh, and gait measurement, and um, and which are key to capturing and capture in an athletic baseline. Ah, uh, let's see that with can, with plantar pressure, we can have good insights into the especially into the stability of a, of, of an athlete, and um, by, by by looking at the center of pressure and how it works in relation to the motion of the foot and also the improvement in, uh, in, in strength and speed. As speed, uh, an 
is becoming faster um, and uh, after uh, and there is a high correlation and transfer of strength into the speed capabilities of an athlete we can also check how much force and pressure the the, the, the athlete is um, is uh, exerting into into the ground that is transferring into the ground and how this 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 force uh, and it's distributed through to, to pressure into into the foot and what we want to see is that the there is no excessive excessive force uh, production in the uh, with 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 the no right amount of of stability so uh, we can we can look at different parameters related especially to stability and and strength and speed with uh, with plantar pressure okay well i really appreciate all these insights antonio i i uh i i'm sure i do and our audience look forward to uh learning more detail about establishing athletic baselines um in our upcoming webinar thank you for tuning in to the intelligent dynamic sensing podcast to learn more go to accenture.com or email us at sales at accenture.com with any questions you may have we'd love to hear from you Never miss an episode by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts.